Boom. There we go. Awesome. We're recording now. Okay. So today we have Alexander, which is super exciting. I've been dying to like actually talk to you. He's an energy healer, an energy life coach, and the creator of the Fox Wellness Den. And as I was looking on your website today too, I saw you're an abundance mindset uh, coach, I guess. Would you call it that? Yeah. 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 It could be something like that. I like to channel the energies of abundance and wealth for people um, so they can get those those activations, those light codes so they can start to see it in the in their physical world. You know? Yeah. I have so many questions about that. But before we start, I want to know like your story, because I know a little bit about like the unconscious life for you before what it was like a few years ago. And then you go to Scotland you come back a new man. So I want to hear that story in like depth. I want to, I want to experience it with you. Oh, I got a deep ringing in my ear when you said that. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. So yeah. So like my life basically changed when I was in, it was like 2012. I was a lifeguard and wow. yeah. And I, I had was too at some point. <laughs> oh, cool. It, it's, I mean, it's such a great job growing up, you know, just yeah. high school and just being around the water, kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like playing. I hadn't it was it was been a little while since like I had a girlfriend. So I just like kept putting it out there like I would love a short, beautiful Italian looking woman who loves to do everything I love to do and loves me for who I am. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of throwing that out there. I would like tell some of my friends and they're like, that could happen, you know, like, mm -hmm. like they were never like downplaying it. They never, they would never think it's impossible, you know? And then I just kept saying it, kept saying it. And then like about two or three months later, like across the pool, I see this beautiful, short, young looking Italian woman. Wow. <laughs> and she made the first move on me when I looked over there and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> And then I start doing like sign language, you know, trying to get her to just to come mm -hmm. over here. And because I'm not going to scream and yell across the pool. I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. <laughs> and then she came over and then that was that was the start of something new. And I dated her for five years. Wow. Yeah. And we definitely hit some some uh, bumps in the road. Mm -hmm. uh, not even just bumps, but some deep potholes, you know, and. And people who are who live up north know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I was young. I was naive. I made made some mistakes, and I wasn't fully truthful with not only with her but with myself. Yeah. And then, good. yeah, really started to hit my own rock bottom, and then I developed uh, Crohn's disease, which is. Um, an inflammatory disease that hits your uh, small and large intestines. Wow. They did, yeah, they did for me. And then I lost a bunch of weight and I got super skinny and um, my diet was like, it wasn't even like a diet. It was just like, it was just junk food and fried food and yeah. everything. Yeah. And then... You know, she still stayed with me, <laughs> even through everything that I was doing wrong and everything that was happening to me. You know, she still wanted to be there. She she even told me, "I enjoy spending life with you." Oh, even yeah. at my lowest, yeah. it was like scum. Yeah. And then, you know, and then stuff happens, and then she ended up breaking up with me. Mm -hmm. rightfully so <laughs> rightfully so and then for a full year i went you know i was like you know i, I had no idea what to do I, I kept doing my best i had a job doing well in school but you know like my social life my dating life was just non-existent and you know i lost some friends and i'm still dealing with crohn's that hadn't healed and then i met this one dude who uh, was visiting his uncle from out of town and uh, I met a new guy who was from out of town visiting his uncle who lived like 10 minutes from me mm -hmm. 
friend of a friend. He just wanted some cannabis. Oh, <laughs> I said I could help him out. If that's <laughs> how you have to fall into alignment, then that's how it has to happen. I mean, shit, I'm not judging. No, and that's that's how it started. Uh, that's how my whole journey started. Was this one dude who was like three years younger than me and traveled Europe like four times. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's like 22 years old and he's already been to Europe like four different times and he's been to like every single country. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like your sign. Yeah. It was my sign to like, you know, kind of do something new. Yeah. I had this whole trip planned to go to Israel and it completely fell through. And I said, okay, what else am I going to do? And I was like, oh, wait, let's call Charles. Mm -hmm. So I call him and I was like, dude, I, I need to make a, this trip happen. And I said, tell me about Europe again. And then lo and behold, six months later, I'm in Edinburgh, Scotland, and he's there with me. Wow. Yeah. Love that chain of events. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when it, you were there, was that where you felt the most, uh, I don't know, uncovering of yourself? Is that when you like dove deep? Was it intentional like work or did it just kind of like come to you? Oh, it just came right to me. I had no idea what the fuck I was getting into. Uh -huh. <laughs> we usually don't. We usually don't. That's never how it starts. No, never. <laughs> um, and what had happened was we we hiked up a mountain on May 25th and you know, we, you know, it was awesome. And like, we're smoking a little cannabis on the way up and, mm -hmm. and, at the top. and then we hiked down the mountain and then we reached a fork in the road. We could either walk around this golf course and we'll be at our Airbnb in like 30 minutes, mm -hmm. or we can hop this stone wall, go across the golf course and we'll be home in like five minutes. So I'm like, we're hopping this wall. Yeah. <laughs> we already hiked a mountain. Like, <laughs> let's get you home. You might as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, we're going across the golf course, going in the fairway. And, like, there, there's these Scottish golfers, like, you know, like, we're in their lane. And they're, mm -hmm. they're waving their golf clubs. And they're just like, get the fuck off the freeway. What are going here? It's like. <laughs> the awkward runaway. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, and we're, then we're walking, we're sweating, we smell like cannabis and we go through a ballroom like dance party that was happening and everyone's dressed up and we're like, don't say a word. They can't know we're Americans. going to get worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. That sounds like a movie. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a dream. It's a, it is yeah. a movie. Yeah. And we, we were unconsciously creating it. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're walking out. We get on this side street and it's super quiet. Like you can't hear anything except our footsteps. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I stopped walking. My vision turns black and white. I hear wind chimes. And then I turned around and then I realized I had been here before. Oh shit! Like a past life experience. I had dreamt. I had dreamt of that moment in my sleep, like years ago, like 2014, yeah. something like that. And then mm -hmm. it happened in 2018. And then I'm, I have like this shocked look at my face. And then I literally like got down to one knee and I started crying. Oh. And then, of course, my buddy's got to say something smart. He's just like, dude, like, we just smoked some cannabis. Like, do you get emotional after you uh -huh. smoke? Yeah. Like, hiking down a mountain? Getting there in confusion. Like, what is happening? Is that emotional to you? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. <laughs> yeah. And then that you, that's. That's a crazy story. Have your dreams come true like that before? Like, do they kind of, sorry, I'm cold. Do they um like represent what's about to happen? Because I know for me, sometimes my dreams are like 
like terrifyingly accurate to to what happens in like six months so have you had that experience before and like since that moment have you had that happen to you again um so prior to that that had never happened and then after that moment you know it happened every day when i was on my backpacking trip in europe like every wow. moment every person every place every every step every breath lived it all before mm -hmm. and then i was like okay this is really fucked up yeah and then i went back to the states and i was like okay this isn't gonna happen right there's there's i don't i didn't think there was a way yeah but then it hasn't stopped happening wow like you have dreams and then they're coming to life or you just have that feeling all the time with you that like you've lived this experience before both oh oh my gosh i want to walk around for you like a day i've had that experience before like i guess you would call it like extreme deja vu almost i guess right yes yeah. deja vu deja revu which is like the opposite of deja vu but it's 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 all just coming together just wow remembering who we are and you know some some will say like we're living in the past or like a part of your soul came back from the future mm -hmm. it, it's it's a wild conspiracy theory that yeah. it is i mean something's happening so i know like there's a theory behind it it's not a conspiracy mm -hmm. but it's just like which one yeah it's no. really cool tapping into that world because then you're like your own experiment kind of like i've uh i had a somewhat past life experience recently with reiki like yeah my boyfriend was giving me reiki and i like felt like i was going back to um just like literally a past life so i could divulge in it a little bit i don't want to i don't want to overtake the interview but basically i've had an experience before where i was like oh my God, I'm going to like die before him. And I don't know why. And then the last time he gave me Reiki, I was like, hold on, let me like dive a little deeper. So he's giving me Reiki. And I'm like, this isn't something that is happening this lifetime. Like this is something that has already occurred. I'm laying there and I could like picture the scene of me being like, I was in a car accident in this past life. And I'm pretty sure he was my mom in this past life. And I think once like the energy was surrounding my head, it resembled almost like the the energy of being held <laughs> like what as I was dying, I guess you can say. So mm -hmm. it, it was a crazy experience of walking around with like any type of knowledge and knowing that we're our own experiments and uncovering these theories is like freaking crazy. So that's the abridged story of that. But I, I get what you're saying when you just have that feeling of like, what the fuck is this? But yeah. not in a scary way. It's almost like this shit's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and and it is because we get to like be a part of the experiment and we get to to indulge and see like, you know, what is making this tick? What's making this talk? Mm -hmm. you know? And then we get to play around with it. And then we get to see how our energy manipulates that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been it's been a ride, man. I love it, though. I love talking to you. I have such a like calming presence about you, which I really appreciate. Um, so I want to ask, because obviously you were a lifeguard before. Um, so what made you decide to take the healing that you were doing for yourself and taking all the like uncovering that you were doing internally and share it with everyone else since you are a healer now? Yeah. Um, so in 2019 i had my second spiritual awakening and so th this will lead to all the healing and everything but this mm -hmm. is this is the backbone okay. I, I went to a music festival in gulf shores alabama okay okay and i'm from cleveland ohio like have my cleveland calves represent okay <laughs> and you know, it was like, it was an amazing weekend, just absolutely just fun and just like no worries, mm -hmm. you know, a bunch of great music on a beach and with 10 of my closest friends, like what gets better than that, right? Yeah, yeah. 
And it was Sunday, May 19th at 5.30 p.m. And Grizz is performing. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm like looking at my group of friends and like everyone's having like the best time dancing in their element, their zone. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is this is life. And our new friend who we had just met on Friday, uh, she, she was from Florida. Mm -hmm. And she was like on the ground in the fetal position, like rocking back and forth. And like she was like shaking. Oh, that's kind of scary. Yes, but I did. I didn't freak out, but I asked her, I was like, hey, what's going on? She just says, I just feel better sitting down right now. And then like my mind goes into this crazy thought of like, this can't be happening. Mm -hmm. There's no way someone should be feeling this way in this moment. Yeah. And I asked the question, what can I do to heal this woman? Mm -hmm. And the first thought that came to my mind was a ball of energy. Interesting. So I started just making this ball of energy. Uh-huh. Like I'm dancing with it. I'm pretending as a basketball, like juggling uh -huh. a ball. And as the beat of the music started to get faster, I looked at her and I said, hey, get ready. She's like, wait, what? And I'm like, get ready. And she's like, uh, okay. And then as soon as the beat was about to drop, I jumped up in the air and I slammed this ball of energy at her. Uh -huh. And 10 seconds later, she got up dancing like there was no tomorrow. Holy shit. Energy is real, baby. Yeah, it is. It doesn't lie. <laughs> that sounds like a fun experience, though, especially at a concert. And then that experience coming to you, getting to also share that with someone. Did you explain to her what your thought process was and like what you were feeling during all of it after it had happened? No. No? No. I hope she tunes in. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope she finds this at some point. Yeah. Um because I never, I only saw her again one time after that. And that was at another music festival that happened like six months later. Mm -hmm. um, but when I asked that question and I got that download and then I did the energy, I had no idea what intuition was. I had no idea what energy was. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know that like I could like ask a question and then, you know, an answer could just come to you, you know, yeah. intuition, yeah. but yeah. And then I learned about it. Then I learned about meditation and yoga and like all mm -hmm. of that. Jazz. And then, and then I, I became a Reiki master mm -hmm. literally like within the next four months of that happening. Cause I just wow. was like, okay, this has to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And then in my Reiki class, I had, you know, I was the only male out of like seven mm -hmm. people and they were all telling me, you have to go to Lilydale, New York. And I'm like, what the heck is Lilydale, New York? Mm -hmm. And it's like a spiritual community that's like just south of Buffalo. Okay. And it's, it was like two hours from Cleveland. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I have no idea what to expect. And yeah, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. So it was the last weekend that they're open for the summer. Wow. And yeah, go figure. And it was it's a Thursday evening, and I attend this uh meditation circle. And I said, okay, this is a good start. I like mm -hmm. this, you know? Yeah. And you know, I walk in there, there's there's like 23, there's like 23 chairs, and then I sit down. And this, and like every other chair is filled except for the one chair that's next to me. Mm -hmm. And I got this feeling like, oh my God, I'm about to have like this crazy person sit next to me. Like I could just feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And then lo and behold, I'm walking some, I'm watching someone walk down the aisle and it's this like 80 year young woman wearing a witch's hat with like the tetrahedron symbol coming down from her hat into the third eye. Like wow. this black cloak and i'm like oh fuck she's coming next to me <laughs> yep 
sit right next to me. She like gets my name, you know, like we're talking for a little bit. And then she's like, Hey, can I get your birthday and like your birth time? Mm. <laughs> like, to me, I'm like, why does she want that? Like, like I didn't even know what astrology was either. Like really wow. about it. And then, you know, she's like doing all this. She's like doing the numbers, like in the adding it and doing all this. And then like, literally she's like, I want to invite you over to my house. We're having a big party later and we're, I'm going to be cooking and everyone's going to be happy. And I said, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I meet a whole bunch of people that were actually from Ohio um, that were at her house, which was great. Yeah. And like when I walk into her house, she has like all of these crystals, like all of these banners with like positive like affirmations. Um, she's got like like a little like garden in the back. It just like everything was just right and mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. And then she ended up being like one of my spiritual mentors and she's like telling me about energy and like meditation and consciousness. And then I really started to dive deep into like sound healing with one of her friends. And then that took my whole journey of like, I'm off Western medicine yeah, from my Crohn's and I'm, I'm going to heal myself. And I may not know exactly how that looks. Oh, I love that. But I'm going to do this. Oh, and then, one, thank you. <laughs> and one full year later, I cured myself of Crohn's disease. Oh, what a good end of the story. Oh my <laughs> goodness, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, shit. So what <laughs> changes did you make? Was it just like the sound healing, meditation, yoga, Reiki, all of that? Did you do anything else? Oh yeah, I, <laughs> saying this is kind of mean, but it had to happen. Mm-hmm. I had to change my friends. I had to change my diet. Yeah. Like I went, I went completely like plant-based mm-hmm. um, much as I possibly could, you know, listening to my body. Um, I started doing sweat lodges, started doing polar plunges. Uh, I did some acupuncture. Um, I changed my music. Thank God. Wow. For- <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So you dove in deep. That's something that I find so amazing because especially we're living in America, a place that big pharma, they just want to take your money. And the issue that I find here going to the doctors for anything is they give you something as a cover up. They give you they give you a Band-Aid to a really big gaping hole that you're experiencing. And I'm sure that all the doctors, especially for something like that, were like, well, you need to go on this medication and this medication, this medication. By the time you pay for all those, first of all, you're in debt. Your body is reacting to all those other symptoms. But you are one of many examples of we can do it ourselves. We are made to heal ourselves. We can do that shit. We can do it. And that's why I love that story, because that's just like a big, almost like a big fuck you to, to all of that. And I wish people were more open to taking the longer route because I think one of the issues is anything holistic or more natural, it does take longer and people want a quick fix. It's always instant gratification. And how can we how can we fix it in this moment instead of waiting the, the four months out or however long it's going to be by doing something that's actually curing you, getting to the root of it. Yep. solving all the other issues without having the massive side effects and everything else that comes along with it. So I love your story. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a dream come true. I, you know, they they told me it's an incurable disease. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when I when I told someone that, um, like my story in Arkansas, they told me that they had they they had cancer and it was like incurable. But he had an epiphany when they told him incurable. And then that made him realize like, oh, I'm supposed to go in. Mm, Incurable. Yeah. And like that was his spiritual awakening when he heard the word incurable. And I said, damn, one word. Like I had a moment like where I I fucking cried, Mm -hmm. you know, like (laughs) because I didn't know happening in my life and you just got it like when the doctor told you it's incurable because almost any other person would be like oh shit 
this is my this is the end of my life yeah like, like it's over back, you know it's so sad especially the way they deliver things like that like incurable <laughs> the, the delivery. Me, what like absolutely not we have so much power within ourselves and especially in our minds which is freaking crazy that they're using words like that Mm -hmm. knowing how powerful your mind can be your mind can overcome so many things if you just have like a little mindset change your body is going to react to that your body is going to receive those messages from your brain so we need to start nourishing our mental health especially when we're going through something physical our body and our mind are so connected that we don't need like it's almost i don't want to say useless because obviously we need to work on both but it's hard being in a country where it's so isolated like you have an issue with your body we're going to isolate it you have an issue even with your mind we're going to prescribe you uh antidepressants and we're only going to focus on the mind mm-hmm. like what about the basic needs that we all need getting exercise eating well nourishing our mind taking breaks stretching being in nature seeing the sun <laughs> there's so much healing out in the world we don't need to like isolate certain things and be so restrictive and resistant this is gonna get me on like a a whole rant so i'm just gonna pause myself here um you you are a hundred percent right and more and more people are starting to realize that and it's actually funny you bring this is this is in the conversation because um a friend of mine who's a psychic medium she got a big download that like in the month of in the month of March there's going to be a huge shift in the consciousness of how people are perceiving the medical field and doctors and all of that sure. and like something big is going to like happen and explode like you know even though like we've heard all the shit that big pharma's done and people are still unconscious mm-hmm. of it you know but there's going to be a major like like wide open um like vortex I love that. Sorry, there's like someone walking up my driveway. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. I was like, is there a cat out there? Not sure why I thought it might be a cat. But no, I'm okay. Definitely excited to see what March has to hold for all of us. Yeah. So people um, like you and I and your boyfriend, you know, being the Reiki masters that we are, we're, people are going to turn to us in those life yeah. courses because they're going to try to find something outside of themselves in that field. and. Yeah find find new answers and find new ways of life so i'm so excited for that i'd love when people are actually interested in, and recognize it as as actually healing and helpful and not just being dismissed or woo woo like it, it's <laughs> I actually i did it to my brother he was a little skeptical um when I first started doing Reiki, he was just kind of like, I don't know, you're just going to put your hands over me and I'm going to feel stuff. And I was like, you you can knock it or you could try it. We have two options here. So he tried it. And after that, he was literally sitting like this and was like, oh my God, like no (laughs) way that I felt any of that. So it's, it's really fun in a, in a not like taunting way, but in an almost like a recognizing way not like haha see you didn't believe me but almost like yes another person that now understands and believes it's awesome exactly that's so we're here to do we're here to get people to expect the unexpected mm-hmm. make them realize that there's more to this world than it meets the eyes and okay. to not be afraid to try something new mm-hmm. yeah. especially especially when it comes from people that actually genuinely care and will say like like you know like i had a um there was a time where i met a woman she's like this big time like general manager at a wellness place in texas Mm -hmm. and she um like i asked her like can i gift you a reiki session she's like yeah for sure like your energy feels great i trust you you're nice and i said awesome and then like a few days I go there and then she tells me that she had a Reiki session from someone the day prior who gifted her one and wow. she felt worse. Interesting. She had like this big bruise like on her arm and she told me that it looked worse and it felt worse. Like it was bruised and like the color got 
deeper, the black, purple, and blue. And she was like in pain. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Like, I almost want to give him a piece of my mind. Yeah. (laughs) But that was like my ego, right? And then Mm -hmm. like my higher self was like, okay, let's just get her fixed up and much much better than what she was. Yeah. Um, And then like after just 20 minutes, you know, she felt great. You know, she was really basking in that moment, just soaking it in. And then, you know, like we went downstairs and like we went to the front desk and she was telling people how it went. And then like, she looked at her arm, like afterwards, it was like gone. There was like no more color, no more pain, no more of that bulginess, you Mm -hmm. know, it sunk and like all the color came back of just like her white and, you know, just white skin. And I said, yeah. I love that. I love it. So you mentioned, um, obviously ego and consciousness. So do you ever have trouble? Like, um, I guess finding oneness sometimes, or do you still find yourself in that judgmental state? Because obviously we're not all perfect, but I guess when you do feel that, how do you, how do you combat it? I guess. If it doesn't give you peace, give it the release. Mm. And when ego is coming in, you're not truly aligned. You're not really centered. Mm-hmm. You're not aligning yourself with the divine to come in. You, um, so that means you got to do like, you know, you got to, you got to find ways to, to shake it off. Yeah. You, gotta, you know, you got to either meditate into, you know, this higher state of consciousness you uh, you could do yoga and breathing and that'll put you back into the state of like where you can truly not only just listen but feel mm-hmm. you know like a lot of people will say it's like oh like i don't know if i'm like listening you know because some people will expect words to come from their intuition yeah and sometimes that's the case like one time i was in costa rica and it was like 7:30 in the morning and I had missed the very first bus and I had to catch that bus in order to make this bus stop, this bus stop, and then to catch the ferry to catch the next bus stop mm-hmm. to get to my Airbnb. And if I would have missed one of those, like I don't get there on time, I miss the ferry and then I have to spend an extra night somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And miss my plans. And then, you know, I had already missed the very first bus stop because it was at 530, not 630. So fuck. Oh, right. And then it's, you know, I get to the next bus stop. And then this, this, um, you know, I'm like, what can I do to like make this bus stop? You know, like what can not miss the ferry? Mm-hmm. And I had this voice from my heart center tell me, go out and hitchhike. Damn. Put your thumb up in the air and go hitchhike. There's going to be some magic that happens. So you did it. I'm sure those words. And I questioned it. I was like, are you sure? And they're like, go like start walking. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. Walk down the street and I literally put my thumb up in the air. A motorcycle speeds past me. And then this big pickup truck is like speeding. And like, he looks back and then he breaks, pulls over to the side of the road. And I start running. Mm-hmm. Goes, First words are capos. I said, capos. And he's like, yes. Or I'm like, yes. And then I get in the car. He's Canadian. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And super nice guy. And he's like telling me, hey, if you, um, if, if my friend that I'm picking up from the airport isn't ready, I can't take you to Capos, but I can get you farther. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have to find another way. And I said, okay, but if my friend's ready, then I can take you to Capos. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. we get to the airport. His buddy's already standing outside, right? Aligned. Yes. So I was like, great. I could get to the ferry. This is awesome. And then I'm talking with his new friend. His name is Ben. And I'm like, you know, I'm telling him I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And he goes, are you serious? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I played, 
I played baseball for the for the Cleveland Indians, which is our major league baseball team. Holy shit. Yeah. And I'm like, That's what's so the cool? I was like, what the fuck? What's your name? And he goes, Ben Broussard. And I said, dude, you played first base for us for like six years. Uh-huh. Like I I saw you play baseball like at least a dozen times, like mm-hmm. in person. And I played with you on the video game. <laughs> That's so freaking cool. Yeah. So you got to meet him on top of getting a ride too, which is even yeah. cooler. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, intuition. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for sending me an MLB player. <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. So what are your other, I guess, what would be the way your intuition communicates with you most then? Would you say words or do you go mostly with like visual, sounds, smell? Like what, what are you most connected mm-hmm. with intuitively? It's the feeling. Feeling? Yeah, it's the feeling for sure. Like I, like I'll remember, um, like I was trying to find a new place to live back home in Cleveland and I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I went to this cacao ceremony that my friend had on to. Love cacao. Oh my God. It's amazing. Yeah. And, um, she introduced me to this guy who was like, you know, he's in his fifties, but very, very nice, very genuine. And I found out that he's looking for a roommate. And I was like, okay, like he's at this cacao ceremony. So his energy must be great. Yeah. You know, talking with him, it, it felt, it felt awesome. And then he's like, if you want to give me a ride home, like I live just five minutes down the road. And I said, even better. Mm-hmm. And cause I only lived five minutes down the road, just the other way. Mm-hmm. And then I get into the driveway and like, my first thought was I'm already moving in. Wow. Like I didn't even, you know, and I get out of the car. And I was like, you don't even have to show me the place. Like I'm already going to move in, mm-hmm. but you can still show it to me, but my decision's already made. Wow. <laughs> and is that where you're living right now? Um, no, actually that's a funny story because literally within three months of me being there, he tells me he's going to sell the house. Oh, <laughs> wow. So now yeah. you're in a new place. Um, yeah, actually, that's how Costa Rica happened because I couldn't go backwards to living with the old people because mm-hmm. that's there wasn't a line. Yeah, I, I couldn't move back into my parents' house because me and my dad had a riffraff between a very controversial topic that we don't have to discuss about, but it's mm-hmm. the main one. Um, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was so lost. I was so confused. I didn't have a full time job, and I knew I had to like leave and surrender everything. Mm-hmm. But with me being clueless, like the only things that some of my friends were telling me to do was just like, just surrender and trust. And I almost wanted to be like, fuck you. Because like, yeah. <laughs> almost all my friends like are older, they're like retired, they're like, yeah. you know, spiritual. And it's like, it's all good. You know, and I'm like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm younger, I got to do things like you guys don't have to like, I don't want to say save the world, but like have a bigger purpose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah. So I created this affirmation from basically from bits and pieces and then from scratch. And I said this for three weeks straight, every day, morning, afternoon, night, even on my three to four mile walks, you know, in the snow, because I was crying because I was so scared of like, Mm -hmm. where is my life taking me? Yeah. And the average chills. Ooh. <laughs> I'm in Cleveland and I'm still getting chills from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the affirmation that saved basically saved my life was I trust in the unknowns that the universe puts in front of me are for my best and highest good. Wow. Nonstop every day, morning, afternoon, night. And then it all started with synchronicities. Um, the synchronicities were happening way before, but synchronicities play mm-hmm. a huge role in my life as well. And I was at a full moon ceremony and my one friend's like, hey, I want to show you guys this tree house that's in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. I want to have retreats there. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, we already see you doing that. Like, yeah. 
it's like we're those friends like you got yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> and then that happened in like hudson ohio which is like 40 minutes south of cleveland mm -hmm. and then four days later i'm at this halloween birthday party and uh my friend invited me to and it's like 10 minutes south of cleveland called independence and then i i went and like went to my car to like go put some stuff away from the party um it's because i didn't want to hang on to it mm -hmm. and i saw this license plate that had three number eights on it and usually that's like wealth and abundance and all that mm -hmm. i was like oh that's sweet i love that cool mm -hmm. but then something told me to go check the front of the car but usually the front and the back license plates are the same yeah usually I go to the front, Costa Rica license plate. That was your, literally your sign. You could <laughs> not have asked for more of a sign than that. I No, never in a day's breath. <laughs> so you go to Costa Rica and then you come back. And then is that when all of the like the Fox Wellness Den really started? Um, the Fox Wellness Den started before that, mm -hmm. um, but I had never really dove deep with it. Yeah, because well, like, that's a scary, a scary leap to take. I know to like kind of drop everything and put all of it into like obviously building your own business is what it comes down to. Yeah, like you're literally marketing yourself. You're doing, you're doing so much. You're doing the marketing. I see you all the time. I see you on Instagram. You have your own website. Like there's so much that goes into it. So I get it. Starting a business and doing all of the little things other than actually the healing like doing the social media doing the website now you're a tech guy you're a video guy you're a photographer you have to do all those things so trust me i get it i see you and i understand how difficult that is so i feel like costa rica was probably just like that leap of i'll dive right in am i right or oh yeah yeah, yeah. i gave up everything in cleveland um you know and i and i spent two months in costa rica not knowing what the heck was going to happen? Like I, I met a few people like online that were moving to Costa Rica. Like one was from Germany and mm -hmm. the other one was from Canada. Wow. And we were all going to this one spot called Porto Viejo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then crazy thing is I don't even really talk to those people anymore, but it was just like things to get me to go, you mm -hmm. know, experience. Yeah. Um, but st still love and respect them because they're awesome people. Yeah, um, yeah. And Aizen, thank you for being Aww. the people you are. <laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness. So what is going on with your business now? Do you do, because um, I know I see sometimes you do um, events out, but do you mostly have individual clients? Like, how does that work for you? So for me, the, the biggest thing that's been um, working was well, like when I went to Texas the first time, um, you know, I thought I was going to like do my business and all of that. And then I, I got really sidetracked. I didn't I didn't have a clear vision. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I felt mm -hmm. super lost. And then some shit happened. Like, as you said, mentioned earlier, there was some voodoo, voodoo stuff. Mm -hmm. I yeah, that that's a that's a story. I won't get into that. Next <laughs> <laughs> next interview yeah <laughs> um and so I, and, and i ended up coming back to cleveland for two months because i was like okay i really got to have a plan i can't mm -hmm. just go in there like just free balling it and the one thing that happened i i hate there was this guy that i follow named rob Wurgen, and mm -hmm. When I went to Arizona for five days, I met this guy and he told me about Rob Wurgen and he hosts these online events, the ones that you see me doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like where everyone's just on there receiving, you know, energy healing. And I was like, you know what? I want to do this like in person. So I have a church back home, back here in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And I, I wanted to host this event where everyone lays in Shavasana. I'll guide them in meditation and then they'll receive energy healings, you know, individually. Mm -hmm. And like that, that would be it. So I had my first event in Cleveland, Chesterland, Ohio, and I had 17 people show up. That's awesome. 
I didn't even know who half of them were. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what makes it feel even better. Like they're not just your friends and family supporting. It's just like people that genuinely want to go. Yeah, it was amazing. And like, I actually expected more people that I knew to show up, but it made it even better. And then, and then I also went to um, a, a, a healing fair. So I got to have like a booth and a table. So that also helped. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I can, I can host some events. I can go to these healing fairs and I can get some traction going. Yeah. So, and then I could do the online events as well. Yeah. And so I've been having a lot more groups. I do this in Austin, Texas. And uh, there's a place where I teach energy and you do the, the actual like gifting of energy and mm -hmm. I even do some breath and do some sound as well. I love it. And then more and more people are starting to contact me for one-on-one -on -one sessions. And I, I do distant sessions to people in the UK and Australia mm -hmm. and even Ghana. Wow. And Costa Rica yeah. and Canada and like all parts of the United States. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is really happening. Yeah. It's all falling in place for you. That's such a beautiful feeling. I know what it's like to, to go from maybe doing an unfulfilling job to having a day where you're doing the stuff you love, like sharing Reiki energy. And for me, teaching yoga for you, probably doing the sound healing and just having the, the warmth inside of like, this can really be my life. Yeah. It doesn't have to always be the, the struggle or moving out of scarcity. Like we can live in this space of like receiving and creating the balance of giving and just having this like warmth and we can actually do what we want to do. And we don't have to be stuck in the modern day lifestyle of working and working and working until, until we're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's knowing that we are abundant, you know, mm -hmm. and we can, we can manifest and co-create our own reality and you put the energy behind it. The universe feels that and can take you seriously and create more for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we don't have to worry about the how, which is amazing because mm -hmm. usually the how is like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And so is that kind of what you teach during the abundance um, mindset alteration stuff? I saw that and I was like super curious about that specifically. Yeah. So what got me into that was uh, like Deepak Chopra. He had, Did like, you do a, the challenge? Yeah. Me yeah. too. Me yeah, too. It, it, really, it really worked. It, yeah. Like doing it every day. Like you, like you felt that shift inside of you, you know, mm -hmm. and. And like happening for you on the outside world mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. A, like you know a, a great deal of healing too just like old programs and like stuff from like your parents too that was really powerful oh yeah yeah my the biggest thing that i took away from that which has just seeped into my everyday life is acknowledging that abundance is infinite like just because other people are winning doesn't mean i can't win just because some people have money doesn't mean I can't have money. Just yeah. knowing that there's an infinite amount. It's not that I'm capped at a certain amount. It's not that the universe is capped at a certain amount. It's everywhere. And it's yeah. also implementing that into the everyday mindset of when you start to see abundance, you start to feel abundance. If you go outside and you truly feel the energy of nature, when you feel the trees and you feel the greenery that's like so much to already appreciate yes other than walking outside and doing the mundane action of going just to your car but when you're soaking in all of life and all that it has to give you yeah you already have abundance because you're seeing it everywhere it's such a beautiful beautiful challenge i'm i'm so grateful and i'm so happy that you did it too i I had a feeling I was going to ask you about it too. So I'm glad you brought it up. Mm, yeah, that, that was, yeah, same wavelength there. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. So we're almost at an hour, which is crazy already. That went by so fast. Um, but I always ask the question of if you were in a room with the attention of the entire world, what would you say? 
It's a big question, I know. <laughs> I, the first thing that came to my mind, I mean, uh, there's so many things I could say, but one thing, just one. The floor is yours. What, whatever <laughs> you want to say, you could take this in any direction. Okay. Okay. Everything is energy. Science proves that. Electromagnetism. Mm -hmm. We are energetic beings. Science proves that as well. And you have the power to co-create your own reality. And God created everyone and everything. So why would God create anything less than itself? Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And then the next thing that I would say is, and I've taken bits and pieces from this and then I've made it from scratch. And Abraham Hicks says, you know, expect miracles, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have like a whole group of people who say, well, don't expect anything at all, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, everything's going to work out the way it is. So I combined the two and I said, don't expect anything, but expect miracles. It's the greatest paradox I've ever, I think I've ever witnessed or and even created for myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking that into my life. <laughs> I really, I'm like, a, I love paradoxes. I'm like, I'm such a gray person. I'm not like black or white in any direction. I'm just, I'm always seeing the fuzzy middle. And so I love that. You've shared so many cool things today. And we're <laughs> going to have to meet up again to talk because I don't even know how time went by this fast. I don't know where it went, but where can listeners find you? How can they contact you if they want a session? What's your Instagram? What's your website? Go for it. Yeah. So my website's like almost done. So I'm getting like the scheduling thing handled and all that. Um, but it's the Fox wellness den.com. And then you can find me at the Fox wellness den on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you do want a session, just, just DM me. That's like the easiest thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. So and once I get the whole website thing figured out, then it'll be a lot easier. So I don't have yeah. to like manage and take like you know go in my calendar add it and yeah oh well i appreciate you spending your time with me today it's been amazing hearing all of your stories you are truly a storyteller in every sense and i could feel your calming energy literally from here so <laughs> it's been an amazing time i'm excited to talk to you again i'm literally leaving here with the biggest smile so thank you so much <laughs> Yeah, thank you for shining your light, um, mm -hmm. holding and creating the space that you do. And I'm very excited to see where your path is going to lead you. Thank you. We're both on a really fun, windy path. And maybe oh. one day they will meet in, in person. <laughs> um, I'm sure doing doing energy healings for people. Like, you know, there, there'll be a group of us energy healers and we're just going to be able to just wash away everyone's worries yeah and yeah. i'm excited for that day to come so have a great rest of your day and happy holidays too yes happy holidays to you and to your friends and family and just uh all the best and highest thank you bye right. take care bye